Hello, hello, hello. We are back. And we were discussing it season two, episode 51. And I am back in the saddle at the soundboard tonight. Been a while, so we'll see if we can get the rust off. But uh, we're excited to be back. We got a good topic this week, and uh, we're um, it's a topic that we're all familiar with, and we've all spoke about. And it's just uh, it's a good time to get a little roundtable going and just discuss kind of some of the come um, kind of some of the things going on. Uh, but we'll jump into a little bit of news just as we typically do. And there's quite a bit going on out there, you know. Um, some interesting interesting tidbits going on out there. Um, there is a bus driver shortage in Massachusetts. So the governor has... I bet that's not the only shortage. (laughs) No, I'd say there's more. And the governor has deployed the National Guard to drive school buses. That is awesome. And I can only imagine... (laughs) Cody. 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 (laughs) Uh, Dude, wait till Wilmington... Makes the police officers do it. Yeah. (laughs) You ever ever watched, um, what was that movie with Adam Sandler? Um, Not old school. um, Dag on it. Where he goes to school. Oh, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Yeah. I would be that bus driver. (laughs) Everybody sit on the bus. Great. Grand. It was was Chris Farley, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Um, Another one uh, out there in California, there was a traffic jam, which is pretty common. I'd say out there, every time I drove through there, it was kind of a mess. But luckily, on this one traffic jam, there was a taco food truck that was in the traffic jam, and he like opened tacos. up shop. No way. Yeah. How excellent would that be? He, I bet he made If you have money. cash. Yeah. So, longest, longest traffic jam that you've ever sat in? I would say this summer, whenever we were coming back from Myrtle Beach with my family on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably like a two and a half hour traffic jam. Oh, I know that there's probably way worse than that. I did six. Ugh. Where? Bristol, out of the out of the NASCAR race. Leaving. Uh, on the interstate, there was a crossover accident, and it had shut that road down. Mm. Can you imagine being the first car in line <sighs> and seeing and seeing? Well, the- I mean, if you ever see an accident, the first thing it is drive past it just a little bit and then go back and check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the big news is, have you noticed the Skittles the past few years? How they changed the flavor? This might have been years ago. Mm. What do you mean, like different color packs? The green one. Oh, no. The green one was green apple. This is new? No, that was years ago. They're switching it back to lime. Really? Yep. I have no opinion on it. I just thought it was kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't really like Skittles. (sighs) Yeah. It's one of those ones you have, you know, you, you steal it out of your kids, like Halloween candy, and sure. then you kind of move on from yeah. it. Yeah, you get your fix and go. Yep, move on. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll move on to catching up from the sermon on Sunday. Yeah. I thought it was a good one. We talked about money. Yep. I always invite somebody every year when you talk about money. It's great. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this, I, I cannot tell you how many times I walk into church on the week that you know, and I don't like have a spec like, oh, it's going to be this date or it's going to be that date. Like, it's just if it comes up and what we're doing, then I preach on it. There, there were one, two, three, three or four new families mm-hmm. that week. Yep. One of my friends. Yeah. The and it and a few. It was the very first time. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like they had visited and they're visiting again. Like. And I, and I, so even like I hadn't planned on starting the sermon exactly how it did, but I was just sitting there thinking to myself, you know what, like, you know, when I plan a sermon, I don't, or when I prepare a sermon, like I prepare to preach it for the people that I know are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm specifically thinking, well, this is for Cody. Yeah. Although there are times where I do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> repent. <laughs> uh, but. Then I get there and I see these people and I'm like, you know what? Like, I need to like intro this differently because I I know going to places, especially if I had never been there before, going and thinking to myself, I don't like, I don't want to hear about this, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't, I didn't want it to sound like, hey, listen, the Leesburg Church of Christ is asking for money, <laughs> because I just feel like automatically you're just going to put a, a a negative vibe, but. It's also a subject that 
if you're not considering it, if you're not thinking about it, if, if you're not like really trying to understand biblically, like what does the Bible say about this? Then, then I think we're failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it as you know. Um, the one of the statements you made is like you know, um, what if Jesus only tithed ten percent of himself? Oh gosh, and that's like that's a heavy thought to think about. Like where it's like I'm gonna give you this much, but I'm gonna keep the rest for myself, and you know, figure out. What you can do with that, and it's like you know he gave up in everything, and that one that one kind of sat with me, you know that one. So, but I don't. I mean, I I enjoyed it, and um, you know it's 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 important to to check to see if those um those the money that and time and the ties that you make that they're it's a noticeable difference in your life, and it's and it's affecting you, and and you are able to make that sacrifice and and, and provide it. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate the recap and uh, looking forward to some more this week. And But we'll move right on into the subject. I have a strange feeling that um, we'll be able to talk for a while on it. It, it won't be controversy, controversial at all. No, none whatsoever. We don't do that. We, no. we stay very, uh, very cool and very collected. Um, we are going to talk about vaccinations and mandation of vaccinations this week. So, and just from our personal experiences and maybe some of the questions we have and some of the thoughts and just, uh, it's, uh, just a good way to get a round table going and get some other points of view and some, just discuss the topic a little bit. So if y'all want to get that one going, I, I guess my, my, the first thing that, that I think we should tell maybe our stories a little bit is maybe the best way to start it. Like, so what, what has this been like for you guys? Like what, from the beginning to now, kind of what's your vaccination story, Cody? I would say from the beginning, I was very, very skeptic- skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Because anything that's new that I don't feel like is truly tested um, is something that I don't know if I want to put into my body. I mean, I'm given one life on earth, and I don't know if I want to take a risk of something that was, I feel like rushed and, 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 and for the right reasons rushed, right? Like there was, it's a pandemic and we're just trying to cover every person, you know, that could potentially be exposed to this virus. Um, but however, I, I just was very, very skeptical. Uh, I, I, it wasn't that I was like, Oh, you know, you see things out there and people that, that speak about it and, and they talk about, how bad it's going to be. And this is the mark of the beast. And you know, the, the, these revelation believers that this is going to be the end of the world and end of times and stuff like that. If you get the vaccine, you mean? Yes. And that wasn't me. And that wasn't my mindset. My mindset was more or less just like, let me just hold off a little bit. Let me kind of just evaluate, read up, listen. And, you know, and then eventually there was a time where I was eligible. Cause you know how they broke it down from mm-hmm. age groups or mm-hmm. health profession. Yes. Yeah. And so the the city that I'm employed through offered it for free, and so I took the first first dose, and it was when it, you know I don't whatever one offers one shot, I didn't do that one. I did the one that offers two. Shots. Johnson and Johnson is the one shot. Yes. Is the one shot, and then Moderna. Was there two? Moderna and Pfizer are the Pfizer. Two yeah, Pfizer is the one I got. That's the name. Yes, and so I, I so I received the first shot, no symptoms, but they told me that the first shot really is minimal in symptoms. You might have a headache, whatever. I didn't have anything. And then they gave me my card, and you know, at that time, people were getting on Facebook or social media and saying, "I've got my my COVID card," and you know, I I got my COVID card, and that couple weeks, fourteen days later, whatever the time frame was, um, I was supposed to go back, but I didn't go because I saw some things that were kind of disturbing, and people had reactions to the first dose or even the second dose, and I'm sure that it was a small percent, but then I kind of got freaked out because of everything that I thought of before I even got the first shot. Right. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to hold back, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not a person that has, that I know of any substantial risk of health or anything that they're saying you are the high risk people. Um, you know, but I had close friends that had family members that passed away from COVID. I even had an, my uncle who uh, passed away. It wasn't a direct result of COVID. There were some other things that happened, but it was a contribution to his death. Um, so 
Yeah. I mean, I think I was probably like a lot of people out there, just really skeptical, um, hesitant. Still am. What is, so what, how do you feel about the way that it's being pushed now? Because I, you know, there's, well, there's two, there's two extreme sides mm-hmm. to this, right? One is complete anti-vaxxers who say, no way, no how will I ever get this shot? Mm-hmm. And you kind of, you kind of touched on kind of your feeling there. I'm not one of, I'm, I'm not going to go there. I think that's a little bit extreme. Right. Like we got to be open-minded. Yeah. But the other extreme is, and, and, and I think we're seeing it, you know, on social media, we're seeing it, you know, just maybe politically even where they're saying like, you, you know, well I'll say it like this Biden's response was listen we're done with y'all like we're moving on like without you like you know essentially we're writing all of you off like you're no longer part of any of this what what, like what are your feelings to some of that I would say a little frustration you know I I could I could relate it to different topics Um, abortion Um, you know we're we lose, and if you would probably account for all the kids that have been executed in the last 10 years, right? Like that would easily trump the number that, um, of, of people that we've lost due to this pandemic. And you have that side that says my body, my choice. And I I don't, and I don't think you can, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? Like you can't say, you got to get this because you're protecting not only your life, but everybody's life, but you can choose, to execute the baby that's in, 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 you know, in you, it's just contradicting, right? Yeah. And, and I understand a woman that's pregnant doesn't affect the person outside, of, you know, outside of her, right? I get that aspect of it, but it's just the principle of the topic. Um, if we're that concerned about everybody else's life or people's lives, then we should be that concerned about a baby's life that's currently has a, heart, a heartbeat and is alive. And so that part of it is frustrating, but I also see the point of the concern, um, for people that want people to be vaccinated because they've lost loved ones, because they've been direct directly affected by it. Um, because they work in a medical profession where they deal with it every single day Mm -hmm. and they see the, the tragedy of this virus. You know, I'm, I'm not a person that's naive to the fact that it is real and it does affect people. It can potentially affect people to the point, you know, where, where they do pass away. Um, or have long, um, prolonged health complications from it, you know, that's there. But I think it's a choice that you make within yourself. And I think it's something that if you have a family, you discuss as a family. You know, I know that there's not a, there's not a lot of LeBron James fans out there, but LeBron James said, you know, this is something that I, I discuss with my family. This is something that, you know, is very important to us. I'm not I'm not going to get vaccinated because the NBA says to do it just on myself. If I'm going to do it, I want my family to do it, do it. It's a a group decision. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, man, it's so controversial and that's obviously why we're talking about it, but I'm just, I'm probably right in the middle of all of it. Like I'm not a person that just directly thinks that you need to get it, the vaccine. And I'm not a person that thinks you shouldn't get the vaccine. I'm just a person that says, fine, if you want it, get it. If you don't, if you, if you don't want it, then don't get it. And then don't, don't, push people to get it and don't think people are crazy for getting it. Right. 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 That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like right in the middle of all that, like the little circle charts back in school <laughs> where like the pros, the cons and the one things that meet in the middle. The Zen diagram or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's me. I'm the, the common denominator. Yeah. Nelson, what about you, man? Well, I think, you know, um, I can kind of piggyback off Cody there with, um, being a little skeptical of a new drug. I mean, I think there's times, you know, uh, we pray that we don't have in our life, but there's going to be times where, you know, God forbid one of us comes down with cancer and they say the only thing that's going to treat you is this experimental drug and it's the only thing that's the only option we got. Right. Doesn't that, though, I mean, not to like, doesn't that seem like, I mean, essentially you get cancer, like it's a death sentence unless you know, it's a curable or a treatable one, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's a, that's a fair, you know, side by side. 
you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm dying, I'm grasping at straws. I'm going right. to try anything. Right. I think the I think the difference is, yes, there's a risk, and I'm not saying it's not even a big risk. It it, it is a big risk because, and especially especially, I mean, you guys know this. Like the you know the first time that that COVID came through, mm-hmm. it was like. Mm. Right. It's really not that bad. I mean, it affected a few people. We all had seriously, it, and we yeah, we all had it, and and it was nasty, man. I'm not gonna say it was weird. It's it's the weird. It's not runny nose, you know, flu like. It's it it's weird. It's psychological weird, like yeah. messing with your head, mm-hmm. like and 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 it lasts like that that funk or whatever that cloud that you feel like you're living in, like it sticks around. Yeah. I don't know if it affected you guys like that. But it, but it was like that for me. Yeah. But so, but with this is is survivable, <laughs> you know. And I'm not saying everybody is, but but the reason that they're pushing it so hard, at least like what you said, Cody, is mm-hmm. that they want to protect everyone else. If if you're if you're vaccinated, then then you can. Then, then you have less a chance of affecting other people, but I don't know that that research is good enough that that those reasons are you know are, and so then it becomes well, it's just because we said so. Then if that's not the case, if if the if the evidence isn't there, and I may be talking way out of turn here. I mean, maybe the evidence is there. You maybe know because you're more in the medical field than I am. Is the evidence there that that this vaccine, if you if you take it, you're less likely to infect other people, to be less contagious, or is? But isn't that the the real issue with this vaccine, where we don't know, and to try to find a clear answer about anything is, you know, almost impossible because it's so divisive and so extreme on both ends, even when. You can get on the internet and you can find as much positive information as you want to about mm-hmm. this vaccine. When you start to dig, try to find, you know, what are the real consequences or issues with this vaccine? You're, you know, labeled an anti-vaxxer and that's not the case. You're just trying to make the best decision for you and your family. And, right. um, and so, you know, like, you know, I, you know, I started out pretty skeptical and one of those being with having had COVID prior to the uh, conception or the invention of the vaccine, it made me feel I have the natural antibodies. So mm-hmm. let's talk about natural immunity. I mean, it, it's a real thing. It's mm-hmm. it's why you get a disease and then the chicken pox. You get it once and then Boom. it stays dormant for a while and sometimes you you know pop back up. But you know, like the Spanish flu was back way back when they tested people and they had live antibodies ninety years later. Mm-hmm. That so like. It's a real thing, and so I felt like, honestly, I felt like you know there was gonna it was gonna come down to there was gonna be a mandation, but there was gonna be a policy where it's like if you've had COVID and you can prove you have COVID or had COVID or prove you have antibodies, you're not gonna be required to have the mandation because that, in theory, that natural immunity should cover you the same way or if not better than the vaccine. Mm. You can't even discuss it. You don't have any information, and that was my real. That was one of my biggest questions is like, why are we not even talking about it? You can't even discuss it. And, and you're judged if you do. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, that's unfortunate because I think every, after this election, no matter what was said, one of the promoting things was unity. Let's get everybody back together. Let's do this. You know, like, let's figure this out because we're all in this together. Let's figure this out. And I know people on both sides are resistant to that. I'm not an idiot. I know that. But, it doesn't seem like we're open to listening to other types of dialogue or other discussions about anything, especially when it comes to the vaccination. Mm-hmm. I mean, working in healthcare, I knew a mandation was coming. Like I, when I got mandated, I, I texted Kevin. I was like, well, it's here. I knew that was coming, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and to preserve my career and the livelihood for my family, that was a choice that was taken away from me and I was mandated to do it. And, um, I felt a little, I mean, I just, I didn't feel right about it. Um, from what I've seen, the vaccine is, there's a false impression that the vaccine is going to eradicate COVID from the world. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here forever. It's going to be something that we deal with just like the flu, just like we do every other virus. It's not going anywhere. 
this vaccine could possibly reduce the symptoms that you have, but it's not from the information that I've read through the news, it's not preventing you from getting COVID. And so to prevent symptoms is great, but your people are still going to contract COVID. I, I, I do. I mean, again, I don't know. I, I've not read studies. I will say this people that I know who have been vaccinated, who have gotten it, who would be maybe more likely to, to get hit hard by it have been able to deal with it better. And I think there's, I think they're saying even like in the hospitals and stuff, like the people that get really bad, like the majority of those people are people that haven't been vaccinated again, though, you know, that's the risk you take if you don't want to be vaccinated and, you know, here's the other side of that. The other reason they're pushing the vac- the vaccine is that, listen, our hospitals are, you know, full. We can only handle this many people. And because we're treating so many people with serious COVID reactions, like we're not able to treat other things. I mean, that's that's real reality. And, and so... The people that I've talked to who, you know, are, and and this is what I was waiting for. So I was waiting, you know, I was waiting to be vaccinated when I could talk to people locally who I know and trust and not trust all the news that we see about this because sadly, and, and I'm a victim of this just like you guys are, we live in a cancel culture mm-hmm. and because we do that and, and we can't deny the fact that that influences us even mm-hmm. Uh, because of that, like anything that's being pushed that has a political background to it or is being pushed in social media by a certain, you know, liberal side of this, like I'm skeptical. I mean, I, I just am. I'm skeptical because of, because I do have this, I, I want to cancel and I believe that they really are trying to pull the wool over our eyes in some ways, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have that. I got to fight that because I don't think that's Christian. I don't think it's Christian to be that, Mm -hmm. to be that way, you know, but it's hard not to think that big pharmaceutical companies um, want the best for me. (laughs) It now they want the best for themselves and the best for themselves means people not dying and this, this, this being good. So I can trust that, you know, if they can make a bunch of money off this, then by it going the right way, then they probably want that to happen. I mean, (laughs) but it's hard not to allow all that stuff to influence how I feel about this. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm like you, Cody, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm, I'm make the right decision. I have plenty of vaccines, especially from active duty. Plenty. I mean, and we don't even think about those, right? you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the difference is they're tried and true, you know, and and, this, and the difference is like, I think when a lot of those were put out, there was, I, I feel like the culture was in a much better place to receive them and had a lot more trust in, you know, how they were being presented, that it wasn't political, you know, that it wasn't, you know, <laughs> a big company trying to make a bunch of money. And, and, you know, and I can't remember recently, you know, within my lifetime, any large developments in vaccines until this, right. You know, like everything, all the other vaccines, your, you know, your polio, your, they've been around forever. So it's not, you didn't have to go through that transition. And, but we also didn't have to experience seeing people with polio and smallpox. And, and was, was, Polio, the one where like it would just destroy your lungs. They're the iron lung, the people in the iron lung yes. kind of thing. Yep, yep, yep. Can you imagine that? I never read on read on up on that. I don't even know. It's, I'm sure I had it at some point. You know, I don't know when when I was a what, kid. The, what the virus actually does, but I do know that eventually it will deteriorate your uh, your 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 breathing capability to the point where you're in a machine for the rest of your life that, that breathes, breathes for, for you. you. Hmm. And not intubated. Your head is basically sticking out. It's. Uh, I remember last year, a couple yeah. of years ago, there was a gentleman. You, you don't go anywhere. You don't do anything. You sit there. If you're you're essentially a vegetable, I mean, you can still can you still think and talk and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I saw there was a video just a couple of years ago. Where it was like the last surviving iron lung, and he's still 
Was he was he in like a little tanning bed looking thing? It's a big tube, yeah. It looks yeah, like a I saw that. And he's just always there, always there. And he's yeah. got his wife or family took care of him. And, yeah, but he could socialize and he could just like you know. But he was on his back supine, and that's where he was. Yeah, every day, all day. I mean, it sounds terrible, <laughs> but you're alive, so you know. And and that's the thing, like that's. I mean this 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 delta variant that has come through has hit a lot of people locally and has been terrible. I mean a lot of people have lost their lives. Mm-hmm. And a good portion of those people have pre-existing health conditions. Right. Clearly that's going to be the case. But some didn't. Yeah. And I, you know, and I've I've known people that have come up positive with the Delta, and um, I'm not specifically I don't know it's the Delta, but it's the most recent batch, and they verbalized that you know they kind of regret not getting vaccinated, you know, and and if you know I, I can't say that I wouldn't be in the same boat if I had refused the vaccine or just avoided it and then come down with COVID and been laid up for two three you know two three weeks and been real sick. I mean, it would have been like hmm. You know, but here's the opposite side of it. I know people that have been vaccinated and got the new Delta variant and it was worse than what they ever imagined. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, okay, you're darned if you do or you're darned if you don't. Well, but then, but the question you have to ask is those people, because they had that reaction, what if they hadn't got the vaccination? What what if it yeah. would have taken their life because of that? I don't think I could answer that with certainty. You're, you're right. You can't. But th- but again, that's the problem, right? right? This is what we're talking about. The problem is, it's the same thing with masks, guys. Like, you can hear the debate on both sides of this. And I don't care, you know, one way or another about masks either. I'm just, I, you hear this debate back and forth about, well, I'm not wearing a mask or I'm wearing a mask, okay? And... Because we just don't know, again, like, do they help? Will they help with the droplets? But do they help with the whatever, the other, the micron? Well, here's, exactly. But, here, but here's here's an example that the reason why I have a problem with mandating masks, especially in schools, right? Outside of the fact that it looks horrible when your kids go to the school and you see these pictures of all, like, not kids in Fairfield, but I've seen pictures on Facebook where there's kids in a lunchroom wearing masks, right? Um, I went to the Cincinnati Bengals game about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when they played them. It was a home opener. And I'm in there. The stadium's 90% packed, so we're looking at 35,000, 40,000 people. Not one person is wearing a mask. And we're sitting in a stadium, right, like side by side. My knees are touching the, the chairs in front of me the person behind me's knees, and when the Bengals score, we're all screaming, yelling, woo-hoo, high-fiving, slapping hands, and nobody has to wear a mask. Nobody's mandated, but then... You're a grade schooler. Our, our, our kids are going to school with 20 kids max in one class. That's, what, 25 by 30 or 25 by 25 space are they, room? Are they, st- are they still doing the spacing, the yep. chair? Yeah. Yep, if you're like three that. feet, yeah. if you can get three feet, and, then you can take a mask And off. They're, they're mandated to wear a mask. You know what I mean? Like... It's it's not that I disagree with wearing masks. Let me like th- maybe that example kind of made it sound like I disagree with that. I'm I'm not saying that I disagree with the mandating of masks. I, like we wore them for an entire year. You know, you just put them on and go. It's the inconsistency from the top trickle down to the bottom where it's like, okay, which one is it? Right? Like, does it work? Does it not? Because if it works, then everybody at the Bengals game should have to wear them because we're looking at thirty thousand people. But so if it doesn't, yeah, exactly. You know, right? Yeah, you know, like it's, you know, like masks. I, you know, I, I I wear them every day, all yeah. day at work, and like I feel bad for you. And well, you know, I, I cut some corners, but um, <laughs> a lot of restroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and it's fine. You know, we've gotten used to it. The biggest parts when you take it off, and then the guy that you're working with, you don't remember where you set yours down, and you're going, hmm, we're just gonna throw them away because I don't know, but. It's not the hill that I was going to die on. Like, right. you know, like I'm not going to, you know, avoid a particular place. If there's a place that I want to go with my family and it, if, it, you know, if we were going to go to the zoo and the zoo required masks, I'll put on a mask. It's not, you know, 
just out of respect for them and the, and the and the poor minimum wage worker that's standing at the door saying put on a mask like i mean really like mm-hmm. it could be worse you know but it's well, just, i i think it and that's like, i think that's the case with i mean both of these issues right mm-hmm. i don't this is what i say as a christian i don't think this is the hill to die on right you know there's they're coming up with like religious exemptions mm-hmm. and i know there's some people that really don't want to do this I had somebody call, doesn't even go to church, at our church. They want me to write them a religious exemption. And I said, why don't you go pray about it? I don't think they go to, I don't even know if they go to church. Mm-hmm. Why don't you pray about it? Come back to me and tell me religiously why you don't want to do this. And mm-hmm. then we can talk about it. Because, I mean, my, you know, I, I don't want to write you an exemption. Right. Ethically, you can't write in a religious exemption, you know. And, you know, like it was talked about at work, and I'm and I think you're like, well, I can't really ethically say that I'm against vaccines because I have a multitude of vaccines of, of vaccines, and it, and it has. <laughs> but you you did it, but your parents did it. Well, you know, and then the military Technically. did it, and you don't get a whole lot of exactly. options there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you might be able to squeeze yeah. one out. But again... But hey, we created this vaccine in six months, and you have to take it. Are you taking it if you had to choose? No. Exactly. No. And so and, and, a lot but, of this vaccine that you've taken... I think it's also dependent on, on the virus. Sure. We had COVID prior to the vaccine's invention, and none of us had a severe case. If... If we had all had a severe case and we were all down, 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 I think we would all we might we would probably have a different opinion on that vaccine when it came out. Be like, yeah. you know, we're getting on that, you know. But here, but here's what I think about: like they've said this over and over and over. The virus, COVID nineteen, is here to stay. It's not going to just pick up its uh, luggage and go somewhere and leave America, right? Like it's here forever. So, like with that in mind, like what you know. I think, and for the vaccine purposes, that's what that's what I think about is like, okay, if it's going to be here forever, let's have a few years of of research, let's have a few years of you know X, Y, and Z before I even consider getting a vaccine. Like, that's that's where I'm at personally. You know, if my if 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 the state mandated that my wife has to get it because you know she's not an employee of the state, but she is certified through the state somehow. You know, I would tell her, you know, I would go ahead and get it because, you know, that's part like what you're for your job. You said your your job made you get it. And so you have to get it. Um, but that's what I would like to see is just more studies and more um, research done to a point where there's some confidence. And, it's, and, and I understand with every with every vaccine, it's not a 100 percent guarantee. You have a vaccine for whatever this virus, this flu, flu B, flu A, flu X, Y, P, Z, L, T, right? Like <laughs> the flu comes up with different strands, even though in 2020 the flu never appeared. So um, we can talk about that on another podcast. Oh the flu magically ap- disappeared. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll yeah. Need, so, we'll need some time on that one. Yeah. That, there's too many strands of that. <laughs> uh, but I just lost my train of thought. No, I, but I, again, I, I don't, I don't think this is a hill to die on, but I think again, like that's, that's the part of it that that I think a lot of people struggle with. I know at least if, if you're, if you're really thinking about this and trying to be intelligent, I, I am, I will never stand against the vaccination. In fact, I am 100% for medical uh, innovation and growth and understanding and being able to treat things. You know, if if I did have a bad reaction and got really sick, I would want to be able to tr- be treated for whatever I had. And, and I really do think, like, that's what we're working towards. But I agree, like, there's still a lot to learn about this. We're still very early. And then we're living in a time, you know, like no other time before to where we're, we're skeptical of everything, of every higher entity you know I don't care who it is and and it's even like within the church like I think one of the ways that um that that I that I feel like I I can hang my hat on to why where I can have some success as a minister teaching and preaching other people is that I'm sitting here and saying hey listen like I'm gonna tell you this stuff but I don't have it figured out Mm -hmm. like I don't know and I feel like 
too many people can't say, I don't know. Like, right. why can't, you know, it, it's almost like politically, it's a, it's political suicide if I say, you know what? Like, we're going to give you this vaccine, but we don't know. It's a brand new virus. We have no idea. But everybody right. has to act like they do. Yeah. Right. And because they have to act like they do, when they're wrong, then it makes us less likely to believe them. And then it just, it's this vicious because, cycle that perpetuates the problem. Because they can't even say, I was wrong about that one. Mm-hmm. You know, like my bad. You know, they it, it just continues and it and it goes a different route, and it might be the completely opposite direction. I mean, how many times we've we been in mask, out mask, no mask, two mask, three mask, four mask. What I mean, no mask. You know, N95 you know, cloth mask. You know, this ma- mask, this. You know, you you have to wear a mask in a restaurant, but you can sit down. And you're good. Yeah. And it, it just and so some of it just doesn't the ability and and the humility to say this is a new virus. We are all learning it and. Some of these decisions are for your best interest, we think. Right. And if they're not, <laughs> let us know. It's yeah. like it's like um you guys ever watch like those uh, medication videos where it's like the side effects? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like <laughs> na- name a drug. Like, I mean, this isn't it, but I'll say Tylenol. Tylenol is a new drug. It may result in headache, constipation, runny nose, stiff muscles, sore neck, and like they all have like every the all the <laughs> symptoms are the same. Uh, me and Paige always get a, a chuckle out of that. It's like the new headache medicine might <laughs> cause you to get a headache. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know what's going to happen to you. But by, but it, by gosh, man, if you want to take it, we think it'll work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But but that that is the problem now. And then here, let me. Here's the other problem. Okay, so say you you did have somebody that said, you know what, we want you to do this. We think this is best. Here's why it's best. It's best to do this because there's a really good chance you would be less likely to infect somebody else. I can get on board with that, man. Sure. I really can. Because as a minister, when I go into people's homes, if I can provide you know, a safety to them who may be more susceptible to, to getting this and getting, being sick, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Like, you know, these are people that I love and care about, and if I feel like this can help them, same thing with the med- medical field, right? Like if you're, you're treating people or you're going in to, to, to serve and protect people, like if you knew that, if there was no question, I think all of us would say, hey, listen, I have, like, I'm, I'm on board, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Even if there was a risk health-wise to yourself, like you would do that. Yeah. But then there are people who just want to fight to fight in this. You know, and that's what's disheartening is, yes, there are some very valid reasons to wear a mask and not wear a mask. There's some very valid reasons to be vaccinated and not be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But then there are people who just want to fight about this, want an enemy of some kind, you know, are trying to create, you know, a controversy, controversy that's much greater than it ever needed to be that 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 are blowing this out of proportion and there's some really ignorant and i don't say ignorant like dumb i mean ignorant like just people that don't know who buy this stuff hook line and sinker who who are not going to find the right answers because they're going down these rabbit holes that don't lead you know to to good science and good you know um, reasonable information that will help you make the best decision for you and your family. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron James can make that decision and say that because he's he's a pretty smart dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got some really smart people that he can, you know, that he that he trusts that he can talk to. And that's that's again part of it for me is like, you know, I I want to I want to have this conversation with Tanya McGee, mm-hmm. with Haley Teeters, you know, you know with. Uh, with whoever else is in the map, my, my sister, you know, I want to have this conversation with them and say, like, what are you seeing? Mm-hmm. And if you see that, like, is it, what, what would you say is the best course of action? Because I trust them. There's a personal connection. I know, you know, I know them. I love them. I guess you're in the medical field too, so I could ask you. Yeah. Only every day. Monday through <laughs> I guess maybe I should ask. Defer Nelson. to my wife. Why do I not want to ask Nelson though, Cody? Defer you, to my wife. I'm just going to ask is? her anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I just push buttons. That's he's, all I do. He's shifty looking. Yeah. <laughs> but that may—I mean—that does. I, you know, I, I think, and I think it. 
keeps us from finding a good solution. Well, and those people that you trust and that you know, like that if they had, if they told you something and then they found out themselves, uh, it was the opposite. You would trust them to say, hey, you know, like either I was wrong or, you know, like because they could tell you outright, like you shouldn't get vaccinated and this is why. And then six months down the road, they could say, I was, I I failed you. Like I was wrong. The information that I had was wrong and you should probably go do it, you know? And I think, I think that's where everybody's just kind of lacking where it's like, you just don't know. You just don't know. And we can all, you know, like we've all talked about, you know, the social dilemma and that, you know, like where you can get in your own wrapped up world and you, it's almost impossible to see the other side and you hear the extremes on on both sides. And then, you know, and it's hard to get out of your own way just to find the fact that, you know, and you know, it's just kind (laughs) of, it's kind of a rough time. And, um, you know, I, you know, we just pray that we can, you know, that, you know, now I pray that there are no serious ramifications from this vaccine because we don't know. I mean, there's no indication that I'm aware of saying that, like, I should be worried about anything in particular. Um, I've heard some, you know, discussion about it, but I don't have any basis off of that. And it's somebody's opinion and I don't really know who they are. So, um, but now I've been forced to be put in the, instead of praying about whether I should get the vaccine or not to the, I pray that this is okay, you know, and, you know, and that's kind of a, it's a weird, you know, that I go through it on a weekly basis where I'll, I'll debate. Well, like, you know, did I do the right thing? Did I, did I do the right thing by getting vaccinated or should I have walked out? I, you know, like, tell me this though. Cause I, 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 I mean, you, you've been on both sides of this. So you were forced to get certain vaccinations that a normal person wouldn't because of your military career. Yes. Did you bat an eye at that? When somebody tells you that you are going to go to a far off distant place and we are going to give you the smallpox vaccine because we're afraid they're going to use chemical warfare. No, you don't bat an eye. You get the smallpox vaccine. You don't hesitate. Uh, I did not have, uh, there was, I almost had to have the anthrax vaccine, but then it was, you know, due to, you know, logistics and amount of it, I didn't have to get that one. But, no. Okay, so this is why I go down that. But I was also 21 years old. Right, right. Okay, I'm I'm not, again, I know there's a maturity that comes about here. But but the reality is, I think throughout human history, we are forced to do things that maybe we don't like and i think in a lot of in a, in a, a lot of times when that happens like like it is it's part of life man it's just a part of 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 there are sacrifices we have to make there are things that we're going to have to go through for the for you know whether it be our job whether it be for our families right like you know whatever it is like there are things like we do and i think at other points in human history those were more acceptable we could it was easier to to swallow those things it just seems like the way the world is today it's not as easy to say okay like i'll do this you know okay i'm going to go along with this but like the more that i think about it not not that i'm you know that i'm jumping on one side or the other but the more that i think about it like i feel like there're so many outliers in this that create a pride in me where I don't want to do this more so than at other points in my life. Like, because of just everything that's happened, even the administrations that's here, you know, that it's in place now, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to do anything <laughs> that might make this administration look better or support. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I'm I, like, there's all these things that go into this decision for me, and I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying they're. I'm saying it's not right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I have to try. Like for me as a Christian, okay. For you guys as Christians, like we have to filter through the noise of the pride that comes up, you know, because, you know, the the thing I would say is like as Americans, like you know, when Biden comes out and says, "You're getting the vaccine," 
or we're just moving on without you. Like we're writing you off. Like you're you're nothing. Like when he makes a statement like that, like I'm I'm an American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm yeah. I'm the same people that when when Britain was taxing over taxing us, we said forget you. We're doing it ourselves, and if that means we're going to war, we war. So like I have that blood going through me, but but. Some of that's really good and it helps me be like a better person and I want to work harder to do certain things. But it also can be a negative thing. Yeah. But that, but that sentiment of we're moving on, you're a pariah, we're not, you're not going to be acceptable in society anymore. It, like even, even with these mandations in these workplaces where, yes, you're going to have your extremes. Let's remove the extremes from the case where it's like somebody feels like they have a medical reason that they can't have this vaccine. Well, they can't work here anymore. Okay, so you move them out. And then it's somebody that says, I just don't agree with it. I want more information. They move them out. And so then you're left with a facility that's understaffed mm-hmm. and with one train of thought. And and so then you're clearing like voices and thoughts and an entire population of people that might just have a, a different opinion of something out of the equation. And And right now that might not be a big deal, but there might be a time where their voice could have been very valuable to this, to whatever the facility is, whatever, Absolutely. whatever they do. Yep. But, and this is kind of off topic, but it's, it's kind of a deep thought, but isn't that like what we're trying to get America to be like is to have an open mind to different opinions. Right. And then they're saying, no, shut the doors. This right. is the you can you have, have an open mind to everything else except, except this. for this. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. the other thought I had, as you guys were talking, it's like, can you imagine, just think about it. Like just you're driving down the road and, a mailman pulls you over, tries to pull you over and enforce traffic laws. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> but isn't that what the president's doing? He's trying to enforce medical things and he's a, he's a politician. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's the issue I have with all that too. It's like, man, like there was a comment and I, don't, I didn't like it, but one of the politicians told a NBA player, shut, what he, she said, shut up and dribble, like quit talking politics, shut up and dribble. Like that's what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Let us worry about the politics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, but like, it's like, why are you saying like Kevin was talking about, like, forget you guys who didn't get, who didn't get vaccinated. We're going to move on with the ones who did get vaccinated. And you're a politician, like worry about politics, take care of that and let the medical, medical professionals and the science do their, do but their job. He ran on part I, of his ticket was. We're going to eradicate COVID. Right. Yeah. Cause Donald Trump was a horrible at it. He did a bad job, blah, 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 blah. He blew it off. Well, I mean, probably because maybe Donald Trump was worried about more of politics, right? Like, that was his job. I mean, protect American public, all that good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, that's – I just – it gets kind of annoying to me. Well, it's not just annoying. It's it's confusing. Yes. You know? And so so that's the kickback. Not to interrupt, but that's the kickback, I think. You get these individuals who are so right-wing, right? Like – they look at Biden or hear his name and they just want to throw up. So then they, so then they hear Biden's and like, he like supports the vaccine and he's like so vocal about it. And they just basically say, screw it. Like I'm not doing anything this guy does because this guy supports the vaccine. And it's not even that they're really doing the research. You know what I, So like a while back, I heard somebody say, they're like, if you want people to get the vaccine from the right, say Trump did a good job exactly. and put him up here and say, Hey, you go get vaccinated. Yeah, I did it. And I mean, you know, be a little humble and say, like he did something. Something happened in his term that he helped facilitate. But he, but they can't even do they that. They can't no. even do it. Yeah, and I'm like, because <laughs> they would have to say something nice about it. And yeah. to me, I'm like, that would be a great move. Yeah, it would. It would motivate. You know, not everybody. It's never. You're never going to get everybody. And and that's another thing. Is like, at what point are we vaccinated enough? And and, and it changes all the time. And you know, yeah. you know, I've heard everywhere from. Once we get to seventy percent, once we get to ninety percent, and it's like, we're are we ever going to get to ninety percent vaccinated? Listen, like, it was a fourteen day lockdown. Yeah, to slow the spread. We're still in. We're like four hundred days now. <laughs> they just forgot to multiply it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, gosh, and that's and the, you know, like this is the like this is the discussion that needs to be happening everywhere, mm-hmm. where it's like a discussion about pros cons. You know, what's your opinion? What do you think? What do you know? Like, what have you heard? Where have you heard that? Like, and that's the discussion that's not happening because everybody doesn't. I just want, I just want facts. Right. Facts. Right. I don't want opinions. Like the one fact that I, that people can prove. And honestly, I don't even know if they can prove that. 
because there's been controversy about like when people pass away, they say it's a COVID death because and then hospitals get money. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't work in a hospital. I don't take the money from the hospital. I'm not going to validate that. However, the one thing that you can say is if that is true, 99 point whatever percent of the people that get get COVID live, right? That's the one thing that I do know, or at least it, I feel like I'm pretty confident in, is that if you get COVID, you are pretty almost guaranteed to survive. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 again, I, I feel like you could go in circles about this. The other, the, the other thing that I would say as Christians that we have to consider is, and, and you face this head on Nelson. And that is if you don't get vaccinated, then you have to face the consequences of that decision. And, and and not just... And that could mean, that would have meant for you, being terminated. Being terminated, and with my career and my skill set and my education, I'm not going to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Because I'm, it's not like you go to another hospital... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I can go across the street to a different hospital and start because it's going to be the same thing. In six months, it'll be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even our, I mean, uh, even now at the VA, it's part of the hiring process. You have to be vaccinated to be hired. Again, like, like we look at that and we say, "Shame, that's terrible, that's horrible." And and I and I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that's not a hard pill to swallow. What I'm saying is, guess what, Nelson? Like. The consequences, if you wouldn't have got the education you got, then you wouldn't get hired for that position either. You wouldn't right. be working at that hospital. Right. So, it, you know, and again, that's not completely fair, right? And, I'm, and, and this is not a, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here, mm-hmm. right? Because we all kind of maybe tend to lean on the same side. Yeah. But, but the, as Christians, like there are consequences. So maybe one day you can't fly on an airplane. If that's the case, like there is no question, I will go be vaccinated if I haven't already. You know, because I want to go do missions when I, over in India if because I that, could ever do that again. That benefit outweighs whatever risk that you feel right. there. Right. That's right. Right. And so I, again, it. I think it sucks that we're being forced to do some of these things, and that there are going to be consequences. But I think at the end of the day, like what we have to consider, and this is why, like you know, when it comes to masks, when. You know, I know there are people that have a really hard ish, hard time sending their kids to school with masks. Mm-hmm. I know that. When it comes, for me, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm saying, listen, my kids are going to go to school if they can go to school. And if that means they have to wear a mask, so be it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, there, are, there are things I don't like about it. But at the end of the day, like, I want both my kids in that school with those people. Like, we have a great superintendent who's a good person. Very good. <laughs> we have great administration over there. They're awesome incredible teachers. people. We have incredible teachers yeah. I want my kids there I mm-hmm. want them exposed to that I, I we my sis my daughter and my son both have incredible kids in their classes mm-hmm. you know that I want them to be around you know and so if they have to put a mask on to do that so be it if one day they have to be vaccinated to do that I'm I'm going to do that because there are certain privileges that come with doing certain things and if that's the way it's going to be I can't dictate that I mean, that can be dictated politically, and we can be mad about that, whatever side that goes. But as a Christian, like, you have to say, okay, here's the consequences. What outweighs it? And here's, here, here's what it comes down to me, for me. It comes down to, can I, what is the best way for me to glorify God in this situation? And if it's a vaccine, so be it. And if it's a mask, so be it. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I hate the path that it seems, the trajectory that it seems like we're on, but I don't have control over those things. You know what I have control over? Me, mm-hmm. you know, my kids, my family. I can influence people with a podcast, with, with what I teach on Sundays. But I'm, I, I try to be very vague even in those things because I don't want to make the decision for you. But I, but I think let's, let's, let's at least go into it eyes wide open. Okay. Yeah. Historically, the church has been behind vaccinations. You know why? Because we've been behind God's gift of knowledge, medicine, um, 
and and what that means to 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 individuals who are sick. Mm-hmm. We've been behind it because things like polio and can you imagine living in a tube your entire life with your head sticking out? You know, and so I think we should celebrate breakthrough, right? I think we should use our heads and and work through these things and continue to work through them. You know what I'm saying? As far as if there's better research and more of that, or even more personal research to where people that we know, this is what they're saying, then I think, you know what, there there you go. That helps make that decision for me. Um, I would have compared it more to the flu in the past mm-hmm. until this, this latest you know, batch went through and absolutely just wrecked some people's lives in our community. Very personal to us because, mm-hmm. you know, they're people that we know and love, you know. Um, and, and, and the flu doesn't do that. The flu kills sick people and old people sometimes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kill healthy people. And, that, and, and this variant that has come through recently killed healthy people. Mm-hmm. And so we can't, we can't use that comparison anymore. Some of those reasons are, are taken away. But I still, I, I think, you know, we think through it, but, but understand there's going to be consequences one way or the other. And, and what, what sacrifice are you willing to, to make to the glory of God? And that should be your final decision, you know, on that. Not that you won't second guess it, not that it's going to be 100% perfectly right, because I don't know that we ever get, get it that good. Um, you figured that out. <laughs> We've got a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start one, and we might actually get paid for it if, if we had that podcast. Yeah, I, I, I hit a piece, uh, a piece of scripture this week, and uh, um, and it was uh, Philippians 2, 3, is do not out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Uh, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. And I mean, is that what we're kind of supposed to do? You know, and and so, you know, it's a conflicting, you know, like I was mandated to do something that, is going to help someone, you know, and hopefully prevent them from getting COVID and me getting COVID. So, well, not only that, it's going to keep you in a position to where you can help, help people. people every day. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, we've talked about how it's easy to get cynical when whatever job you do, you know, and Cody, you, you can get cynical in your job, but Absolutely. every day you're out there and you're helping someone in a way. Mm-hmm. And so it allows that it provides that opportunity. And, and so I have that opportunity to change somebody's day, week, month, lifetime. I don't know, you know what my effect is on them. So, well, and I think the other point that brings up is this, it's okay to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to, to feel very strongly that everybody should get a vaccine. And it's okay to feel very strongly that, that no one should get the vaccine, okay? But, like, at the end of the day, you make that decision for yourself. There are consequences to it. But be humble. Be kind. Be gracious. Be loving. You know? Have a spirit of unity. I mean, you know, I don't care if it's Trump, Biden, Republicans, Democrats, the Tea Party, I don't care who it is, is in political power. They're not going to bring unity. Mm-hmm. The only chance for unity is through the cross in Christ, you know? And and at the end of the day, like, this is not the worst thing that we're ever going to see in our lives, clearly. <laughs> it sucks right now, but it won't be the worst. Yeah. But I think I think when when we're too conceited or prideful, to see beyond our own perspective, we've already failed. Right. And that's what's happening. And that's why, you know, you're getting these rabbit holes that you can go down to on either side of this that will make you feel like you're the only person that has it figured out. And that's, if you, if you think that in this, then, then you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the person who's wrong is the person who thinks, thinks they, they have know. it. Yeah. Have it all. I would say just, you know, we got to put our our passions where God's purpose is for us every single day. And I think we get that misconstrued easily every single day. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, it's so easy to get pushed aside to these hot topics that we like to discuss on the podcast. But I think the reason and the purpose as to why we do that is to try to refocus people in, in the center. And that's where God is, you know, and and at the end of the day, pro co- or pro vaccine 
con or not con vaccine. What do you call it? Anti. Anti. Anti vaccine. It's irrelevant um, to the end result of what we're trying to do as Christians here on earth. And, um, you know, just be passionate about the purpose that God has in, in your life. And um, don't allocate passions toward things that don't substantiate what Christ meant or what Christ does for us and what we're supposed to be through him. Amen. Amen. That's a good way to end the podcast that's right a, there. It's a pretty solid way. Yep. I just thought of that. <laughs> it was just like, but it's out of my head. That was yeah. the Holy Spirit. That was the spirit. Yeah. Cause usually I'm like, uh, I forget uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, I, lost my, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, Kevin, you want to end us in prayer yep. this week? Let's do it. God, there are, a lot of different thoughts on this. And thank you for giving us minds to think and process. God, we we praise you for that, God. But but we know that because of the political environment, because of the cancel culture we live in, because of the world that that we grew up in, like we have we have much more capacity for skepticism in a lot of these things. And so we ask for just clarity. We ask for humility. We ask for a peace in this. Like there are just things like that we can't control in this. And, and, and so it means we have to focus on the things that we can. Um, and, and our, our greater purpose, which Cody alluded to, which is, is to serve and honor and bring glory to your name. And so may that be, always on our minds, um, ever on our minds uh, as we seek you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, brothers, we'll do it again. Pursuit of purpose. Find us. Like us. Subscribe us. Share us. Ooh, share. Just get the word out. As long as our wives approve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, another tidbit from Cody. That's right. (laughs) And we will see you guys soon. Later. Bye. See you.